So the Blue Jackets are 0-3 to start the season. We've seen this before. I'm not worried yet, uh, and I don't think you should be. So we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about Ken Johnson a little bit, and we're also going to do a little bit of a Monday mailbag to start off the week. That's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, I'm part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Foster, I am your host, here to talk about all the good, the bad, more bad than good recently of your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So uh, if you haven't hit the subscribe button over there, then uh, feel free to do so because it helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have video for today's episode because of some uh, technical issues on my end. But tomorrow we will be back with uh video and audio versions of this podcast and hopefully it'll be a little bit more uh, cheery than today's episode which is mostly going to be me yelling about what went wrong and what needs to change to uh, make sure that the Blue Jackets win a game sometime this year. Um, so let's start off with the, the game itself. Uh, we're going to start with the bad and then move on to the good because that's I think the best way to do it. Uh, Blue Jackets lose 5-2. to two against the St. Louis Blues, um, not unexpected, um, you know, I talked in Saturday's episode about how it was very much a game that could go either way, the Blue Jackets had a game the night before, they'd travelled, they'd gotten late, uh, the Blues hadn't played in a week, so it was a tired team versus a sluggish team, and unfortunately I think the sluggish team won, uh, the Blue Jackets they managed to, to keep it together for the most part until late-ish. Uh, I thought the first kind of 40 minutes were pretty good. Um, Blues jumped out to a 2-0 lead to begin with. Pavel Buknevich scored his first of the year on the power play, and then Vladimir Tarasenko did Vladimir Tarasenko things, uh, made it 2-0, and then uh, Gus Nyquist scored another goal, which is... Uh, he's currently leading the team, which is extremely funny. Um... He's on that top line now with um, Goudreau and Jenna, and like I said on Twitter, I super don't hate that as a line. Um, I know I said that I like the Danforth line, but um, I think Gus Nyquist uh, is a good fit up there. Again, I do want to you know say this is, for me, consistency is more important than quality of line mate. Frankly, I think Johnny Goudreau is good enough to basically carry anyone on this team, um, but if he has to carry a different guy each game, then that, I think, is going to start to become a problem, so we'll see who he plays with against Vancouver, um, hopefully it's Nyquist, uh, like I say, I didn't hate that line, I think, again, Nyquist, apparently, he's he's got wheels, he can score goals, he's leading the team with two goals in three games, um, goals in back-to-back games, I believe, so uh, it could be, could be a lot worse, I didn't consider him as an option, Originally, um, I was like, hey, put Chidikov on that line. Uh, but thinking about it, I don't hate Gus Nyquist on that line. Um, Boone Jenner has continued to hold his own for the most part. Uh, his face-offs have been, again, incons- um, 
unsustainably good, I think, is is uh, the best way to say it. Uh, he had 81% in the game against Tampa Bay. He was 77% against St. Louis. Um, and that's, uh, that's really good to see, frankly. Um, something else that's uh, not funny, but uh, is, is pretty good, is uh, Eric Branson has points in back-to-back games. Um, he's got two assists on the season, two points in three games. Uh, is he the great defensive guy that the Blue Jackets need? I'm not sure yet. Um, but he he's out there getting points, uh, which is very funny to me. Um, and, you know, credit, credit to him. Uh, I didn't hate him in this game. Uh, I thought, for the most part, he managed to hold his own. Um... Jake Bean is struggling though. That's that's I think the biggest issue right now. Um, and you know we talked about this, the the game before he was struggling. Then he's struggling now. I think every defenseman is kind of struggling a little bit at the minute, except weirdly Adam Oquist. Um, I posted a, a graph on Twitter from uh, at ineffective math uh, Michael McCurdy, and basically the only person with a positive shot differential or um, shot attempt differential is. Anabokas right now of all of the defensemen so that was a bit of a surprise but I think it's, it's unfair to single out Erica Branson as a problem uh, because the defense as a whole is kind of a problem right now um, but that's it is what it is um, could be better could be worse uh, speaking of of things that could be better or could be worse, I guess. Uh, Gus Nyquist, we'll go back to him. Uh, he opened the scoring for the Blue Jackets. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau got his first assist as a Blue Jacket. That's 400 career assists. And I believe he's the fifth or sixth fastest active player to hit 400 assists, um, which is, is pretty neat, I thought. Uh, like I said, Erica Branson got an assist on that goal. And then Sean Corrales scored his first of the season. That was a really good goal, actually. Uh, Sean Corrales was... Really good last season. Uh, seems like he's continuing uh, this season. Again, I really don't have a problem with that fourth line, which, I mean, the jury is still kind of out on whether not having a problem with your fourth line is in fact a problem. You know, if, if your best line is your fourth line, I feel like you have problems. I don't think they're the best line, but I have no complaints about how the fourth line has been playing. Uh, assist to uh, Olivier, who genuinely, for all my grumbling about him in the preseason and the offseason, he's been fine. I think, um, and assist to Eric Robinson as well. Uh, Eric Robinson almost scored a really good goal. Uh, he's, again, he's got those wheels. Um, Bennington made a really good save, but it was very nearly 3-2. Uh, unfortunately, it was not. Uh, the Blues scored three goals in the third period. Um, one from Barbashev, one from Jake Neighbors, and one from Vladimir Tarasenko. Just, the Blue Jackets held it together for two periods, and then fell apart in the third, um, which, again, kind of expected, uh, but is still not super great, um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in just a minute, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online because it is where the game starts. Uh, for all the lines, odds, and props you can imagine, go to betonline.net, uh, they've got up-to-the-minute scores, they've got podcasts, they've got articles, they've got uh, predictions, odds, anything you can imagine about any sport, Bet Online has it. Um, if you want to put some money on the Blue Jackets winning their next game, uh, the odds for that are probably pretty low, so you could make a little bit of money uh, at BetOnline.net. Like I said, they've got MMA, they've got boxing, they've got UFC, they've got... 
the NFL, they've got baseball, they've got basketball, which is starting up soon, they've got hockey, they've got F1, they've got NASCAR, basically, literally any sport that you could think of, Bet Online could help you win some money on that, and they've got odds that are up to the minute, so go to your website, uh, betonline.net, use your laptop or your mobile device to check out the action, because Bet Online is where the game starts. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the game as a whole. But first, I want to talk a little bit about Kent Johnson um, because Kent Johnson has kind of had a rough deal of it so far this season. Uh, last night, or not last night, uh, Saturday night, he only played just under 11 minutes. It was the lowest on the team uh, for reasons I don't really understand. He's on the third line. He should be getting more minutes than the the fourth line at the very least. Um, and honestly, I think he's been phenomenal. Um, I believe he out he out attempted uh, the Blues like twelve to three in the game, despite only having ten minutes of ice time. Um, he had a, he only had one shot on goal, but I don't know. I just I have really liked his game. Um, he was. One of the only players that had a positive or a not not a negative goal differential. Um, on that note, Andrew Peake had a very good game uh, in terms of not being on the ice for goals, unlike the, the opener when he was on the ice for three of them. Uh, he was a plus two. Again, I don't necessarily think plus minus is a, is a, a, a stat that you can use as the be-all and end-all, but shout out to Andrew Peake for not being on the ice when a goal happened for maybe the first time this season um but in terms of Kent Johnson he broke even on plus minus um he I don't know he just I, I liked his game I think he's controlling the play I think he's doing a really good job with very limited ice time uh and I think he should be rewarded for that um should he be moved up the lineup probably uh, I don't know where he would go necessarily um even with Line A out, I think you want to keep that Goodrow, Jenna, Nyquist line together. Um, and then the second line, the uh, Roslovic, Chidikov, Voracek line. Again, I don't necessarily have a problem with. Um, I, think my, I think my issue is not necessarily moving him up the lineup, but giving him more minutes. Um, and maybe giving that whole line more minutes, because if you look at his line mates, um, I believe he was playing with Sillinger, who had just under 14 minutes, and uh, Danforth, who got uh, 13 minutes exactly. Um, now, those guys will get power play time. Uh, Ken Johnson apparently doesn't get power play time, but you've just I think you've got to give this kid more minutes. He's clearly, things are going well, you know, and it feels like he's so close to just kind of, like, figuring it out and I think if you give him more ice time that's only more opportunity for him to figure it out he had a really good preseason he had a really good Traverse City uh training camp rookie tournament I just I don't know why you wouldn't want to give this kid the the best chance to succeed that you really can because he's good and he's going to be really good and it's frustrating to see him not given the opportunities that I think some less talented players are being given. You know, like I said, I like the fourth line, but when your fourth line of Corrale Robinson and Olivier is getting more ice time than the fifth overall pick from uh, last season, like, that feels like a problem to me, frankly. Um, 
I have to give the, the cannibal of the game out before uh, we do a little bit of a mailbag. Um, again, not a lot of goals to choose from. Uh, I am going to give it to Sean Corrali, though. This time, I was going to give it to Nyquist again, but uh, Sean Corrali, I just, I just thought it was a really good, a really good Corrali-like goal. Um, and, like, I really liked him last season. I think he's going to have a strong season this season. Uh, and that fourth line, like I said, I don't have any problems with the fourth line. So, kind of fourth line as a whole, it was a fourth line goal, but specifically, Sean Crowley gets the uh, cannonball from me today. And uh, that's... Uh, that's my uh, my my summary of the game is more ice time for Ken Johnson. Shout out to Sean Corrali. Um, something has to change on the defense. I didn't even get into that, but something has to change um, because I don't know that you can go into this game with the same defenseman that you've gone into with the first three games and you're allowing, you know, four or five goals a game. That's it's a problem going to continue to be a problem uh so we'll see if that changes for vancouver hopefully um i don't necessarily know who should be moved out of the lineup like my option i think would be uh either bean or gabranson i think probably bean because i just i personally would take gabranson out but i don't think he's getting taken out because veteran etc. So if they take Peek out, uh, not Peek, Bean, if they take Jake Bean out, uh, put Nick Blankenberg in there, like, and maybe that will, I don't know that swapping out your four, your third defense pairing will, like, make a huge difference, but I don't know, you've got to change something. You can't go into a fourth game with the exact same defensive lineup. Switch the pairings around, I don't know, but, it, I don't know, it's, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm not super hopeful, but, uh, we'll we'll do a preview of the game against Vancouver tomorrow, and hopefully it will uh, it will all be fine, and the Blue Jackets will win, and everything will be okay. Um, like I said at the top, I don't think it's time to worry yet. You know, the Blue Jackets have gone three and zero before. Lot so many teams about three game losing streaks. I think there was a lot of expectations on the Blue Jackets with you know Johnny Gaudreau coming in, and I think I maybe hyped up those expectations too. But like I said. How many three-game losing streaks have the Calgary Flames had since they've had Johnny Gaudreau? You know, it's not... It's three games. There's still 79 games to play. I'm not... I'm not worried yet. Um, I am concerned about some of the trends that I've started to see, but I'm not fully like, hey, let's give up on the season. Let's tank for Bedard in a way that, like, I would be if I was doing Locked On San Jose Sharks, for example. Um, but that's... That's something that I'm going to talk about in the next segment, I think, because I have a couple of uh, mailbag questions, so uh, we're going to do those uh, in a minute on Locked on Blue Jackets. So let's get into the mailbag. Um, and, I mean, the first question is, is it too early to worry from uh, Jess Belmosto, a uh, wonderful co-host or colleague over here at Locked on. She does Locked on Flames. Um, big Johnny Gaudreau fan, so we're looking after him for her. Uh, is it too early to worry? And my answer is no. I don't think it's too early to worry. Um, I understand that, and I do it too, it's very much a, if they lose a game, like, season is over, everything is terrible, uh, what is even the point of continuing? Um, I don't think it's early, to, I think it, don't think it's too early to worry. I think the Blue Jackets have started, well, the Blue Jackets have certainly started seasons worse, you know? You know, come talk to me when the Blue Jackets go 0-8 uh, again. Um, I hope to God that doesn't happen, but, you know, I've seen worse starts. 
from the Blue Jackets. Um, and I've seen worse starts, and they've gone on to make the playoffs. I've seen worse starts from other teams, and they've gone on to make the playoffs and do really well, you know. Uh, so I don't necessarily think it is something to worry. I think some of the on-ice play that I've seen, like I said in the, in the last segment, is concerning to me. But it's nothing that I don't think can be... Nothing that can't be overcome by some lineup tweaks, some systems tweaks, maybe, I think... I'll be interested to see... Like I say, I think the, the Vancouver game is going to be really interesting because I think three games is enough to get a sample size of, hey, this isn't working, let's switch something up. I'll be interested to see what Brad Larson does for Vancouver. Um, and I think that will really be the mark of how this team does, is how Brad Larson responds to these three games. Uh, because I do think this team is better than their record. Uh, and this team is better than allowing... 14 goals in three games, so we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes, but no, I'm not worried, is the short answer, uh, my favorite snack from the concession stand, um, so they do, uh, well, they do have a Tim Hortons there, uh, so I always like to get a hot chocolate and some Timbits in the third period of a game, uh, but they also do, not really a snack, but, uh, they have a Brewdog, uh, bar there, and they do Elvis juice, which is not named after our Elvis, but I do like that they've made that connection, and it's this, like, really nice, hoppy, uh, grapefruit beer that just tastes good as hell, and so I always try and get a, uh, an Elvis juice in the first intermission, and then in the second intermission, I will get a hot chocolate and a little box of Timbits from the Tim Hortons, so that is, uh, that is my favorite snack. They do a bunch of really good food there. I know everyone likes the bacon on a stick from Nationwide. I personally don't, but uh, I uh, no complaints about the food at Nationwide, frankly. Um, Anna Shea wants to know, uh, at this point, are the special teams actually cursed? Yes. Penalty kill? Not that bad. Um, what I don't know what the penalty kill is like at the minute. I think that they've only allowed one goal in the last three games. So the penalty kill should be looking pretty okay um but the power play man something again cursed just super super cursed extremely haunted and for why you know um i just i don't know i think partially line missing is making a difference you know he's kind of the big gun on the power play but again i think something something's gotta get changed up on the power play, um, something's got to be tweaked, uh, but also maybe, maybe this is just what the power play is, maybe the power play is just cursed, and they should, I don't know, sacrifice a goat at center ice to fix the power play, um, another question, what's my biggest concern, uh, honestly, so far, it's the defense, um, I know that the, the instinct is to go for the goalies, 14 goals in three games, um, I thought Tarasov was excellent in the first game. I thought he was pretty good in Tampa Bay. Um, I think Elvis was fine. Uh, Elvis needed to be better. Uh, five goals on 25 shots is not good enough. And I know Elvis is better than that. So I think he needs to be better. I think he knows that he needs to be better. Um, but honestly, it concerns me looking at the... Not necessarily the shots, but the shot attempts. That concerns me. It concerns me a lot. Um... And I think that's something that's harder to fix, I think, than just shots on goal. But it's something that really needs to change. And I'm going to be keeping an eye on um, 
and I, I recommend that you guys do as well. Uh, Micah McCurdy does these really cool graphs that, um, I, again, I tweeted one the other day, uh, and it basically shows the impact that a player has on the ice and the impact that he has on the team. And so I'm going to be keeping an eye on those to see if things change. Um, again, it's a small sample size right now, but the numbers are worrying to me. Um, and uh, another question from Anishay, uh, what were you most impressed by? Uh, honestly, so far, I have been most impressed by, uh, like I said, the fourth line has really impressed me, um, Kent Johnson has really impressed me, um, and, uh, Boone Jenner has been, I think Boone Jenner might be the biggest, like, the most impressed, most impressive, uh, for me so far, um, I didn't know what he was going to be like on that first line, uh, I don't think he's a 1C by any stretch of the imagination, but, He's holding his own. He's doing what he needs to do. Uh, he's winning face-offs, like, basically exclusively, which is really great. Uh, like I said, 81% in after I called him out in the first game. Um, I think well, as I called him out. He had 56% in the first game, I think. Um, and then he went to 81% in the second game, and then uh, 77 in this game. So he's doing everything that uh, he needs to do on this line. Uh, and I think that's why, that's why I'm impressed by him. Um, and then I have a question from my friend Maggie, which I think is probably a joke question, but I am going to answer it anyway. Um, and she wants to know, are the Flyers actually good? And the answer I think is no, but I am suspicious, uh, deeply, deeply suspicious of this start that they're having. So, and that's the other thing, you know, yes, the Blue Jackets are 0-3, the Flyers are 2-0, and like they're both going to regress to the mean, is the thing. The Blue Jackets are not an 0-82 team. The Blue, the Flyers are not an 82-0 team. You know, they will regress to the mean. They will... Blue Jackets are going to win some games. The Flyers are going to lose some games. Uh, they'll probably... They won't meet in the middle, but they'll probably pass each other as the Blue Jackets rise above them in the standings. Um, I'll probably regret saying that in about 50 or so games because I'm cursed as well as the power play, but no, the Flyers are not good. Um, and... Hopefully the Blue Jackets can play them at some point because I feel like they need a gimme. Uh, I know they play Arizona next week, so hopefully that, uh, if nothing else, that could be a, a real confidence-building game. Um, but that's all I've got for you today. Tomorrow we're going to look at Vancouver, see how they're doing, uh, do a preview of that matchup because the Blue Jackets play them uh, tomorrow night. So that is that is the plan for tomorrow's episode. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Uh, thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day. Every day, Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't subscribed over there, then please, please, please feel free to do so. Like I said, you get notified when new episodes are out. The more subscribers I have, it helps me grow the channel. Everybody wins. Uh, it is a win-win situation, and who doesn't love those? So uh, thank you once again for listening, uh, for subscribing, for watching, for following on Twitter, all of these things, for interacting. It's super, super great. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.